Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another episode of Woke and Bake. Thank you so much for your time. As time is the ultimate commodity, I appreciate all of yours. All right, my guest today is Mark Tyler. Mark Tyler is the man behind Red Run Cannabis Company. Uh, he's a very smart guy whose uh, thoughts and ideas I feel are worthy of sharing, uh, preferably in the form of like a long-term, uh, like a long, sorry, not long-term, like a long-form sit-down. However, uh, Mark is a really busy guy, so getting two or three hours with him is going to be a pain in the ass. So I'm going to give you about 23 minutes on the subject of the simulation theory. And if you know Mark, if you've sat down and listened to any other other podcast with him, he gets real deep real quick. So strap on your headphones, sit down, do whatever it is that you have to do to get comfortable because this one goes in really, really quickly and then you're out really, really quickly. All right. Solid support to Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive in Soldatna. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook, as well as their sweet-ass website, theironasylumgymak.com. They carry supplements from Redcon 1, and their Redcon 1 supplements are more affordable than our local GNC. I was at Iron Asylum this morning with my zombie squad. Shout out to my zombie squad. I love all of you. All right, without you guys being there in the morning to, to tell everyone how badass they are for being there at 5 o'clock in the morning, I don't know if any of us would be there, but it's good to see you guys because it keeps me going. And I feel like getting in the, to the gym like the first thing when I wake up sets the pace for the rest of my day. So if you're thinking about uh, getting yourself into shape, go, just do it. But get up, just get up, get out, and get something, in the words of CeeLo Green on Outcast. You can't let the rest of your days pass by. All right, so if you are interested in Iron Asylum, be sure to check them out on the social medias, and they will get back to you. If you need to call uh, Brandon directly to set up an appointment, the number is 953-4720. Again, that number, 907-953-4720 for more information. Also, the Schnitzel Bomber, located on the corner of K Beach and Poppy, rated 5 out of 5 on Facebook. This week's special is the Half Pound Reuben with a 2,000 Island dressing. I have not tried it yet, but I'm, I'm dying to. I might go, you know, like after this, but it's still going to be the morning. So A, they're not going to be open. And B, that's a little early to commit to taking a nap in the afternoon. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get it tonight. Maybe I'll get the $10 special. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll share it with somebody. What is this $10 special that you ask? Well, the $10 special is the shrunk version of this special. It is the $10 single solitary person version of that half pound Reuben with 2000 Island dressing that is really meant to, to serve like two people uh, who are eating for, you know, like one. All right, what I mean by that is like that's that's a meal. Like you can, I can take my wife on a date for the schnitzel bomber and we can share the Reuben and we'll both be full. All right, they also this week have Bavarian pretzels with a beer cheese sauce made from the Kenai River Brewery's Grateful Red. So if you are interested in any of those, man, please, by all means, go in and check them out. Also, if you go there and you get the full-size special, right, and you mention the podcast, you'll get yourself some uh, some free bread pudding. So there you go. Let them know. Let them know you listen to the podcast and get some free shit. Or reduced price stuff. I don't mean to you know call it poop or anything like that. They make good food that you will eventually, uh, through the magic of your digestive tract, turn into something else. 
Congratulations. All right. Uh, also, Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. Uh, they are the makers of fine concentrates, cartridges, hashade, and many, many other fine products to include flour. Uh, they also carry products from your favorite cultivators and manufacturers, slash Alaska Blooms, slash Warner Brothers, slash Lady Grey, slash Fireweed Extracts, and many many more. Be sure to check out their website, redruncannabiscompany.com, for the current menu. All right. Also, 5150 Vapes, located in the heart of Seoul, Dotna. They are your home for flavored nicotine juices, mods, shatter batter, and all of that good stuff. They're also your exclusive home for woke and baked t-shirts, which, by the way, we got new ones coming soon. Can't tell you too much about them, but they're pretty cool. Um, now, uh, 5150 still has a couple of the um, the Smile and Unabomber t-shirts. I tell you that they're really good workout shirts. Um, that's, that's essentially what they're there for. They're inexpensive t-shirts that you can wear to the gym and just get disgusted. So there you go. If you want a cheap $15 t-shirt uh, to help support the podcast, there you go. Get your sweet ass into 5150 Vapes. Get yourself a t-shirt and help support the podcast. This is The, the next t-shirts will be much cooler. Um, when I mean much cooler, I mean they'll, they'll, they're going to be different. The next, the following t-shirts are going to be different, and I'm pretty excited about those. But we still have a few of the smiling Unabombers. Uh, so if you're interested, 5150 Vapes is your spot to go. All right. Now, uh, if you're wondering what I am listening to, I've got a couple of different things I'm listening to. Zarface just released a new record today. Um, I haven't gotten to listen to all of it, but... Uh, from what I hear, it's a Zarface record, and so I'll give it a full listen a little bit later. Now, I've had some music submissions uh, this week. Pretty excited about it. I got some new music from uh, D.O., uh, Young Act, and Lambo Pretty, uh, Lambo Pretty out of New York. The song's called All Black, and it's produced by V-Don. If you're not familiar with V-Don, uh, his music's kind of in the same pack as, as uh, guys like Future Wave and um, superior and these these guys that are the next guys that you're going to hear about when you hear when you hear people talk about Alchemist and now you hear them talk about Derringer, uh, Vidon, Future Wave. These are guys that you're going to hear about uh, next up uh, in the next year or so. Uh, guys like Superior, guys like Vidon, uh, they're they're going to be they're going to be the guys you hear. All right, also be sure to check out Alaska Red's YouTube page. It's Freestyle Friday, and I am trying to convince him to rhyme over Capone and Noriega's Invincible. It is one of my favorite Capone and Noriega songs. It's that or Blood Money, maybe Top of New York, but probably Blood Money or Invincible. Um, but I don't need to hear anyone else rap over Blood Money, but I would like to hear Alaska Red uh, rap over Invincible. I think that that would be a cool, cool, fun one to check out. All right, uh, without further ado, ladies and gents, Mark Tyler. Well, yeah, he was Gangster, and then he tried to do a Guru album. I remember that one. Yeah, uh, he had the uh, three Jazzmatazz records. I think there was a, there was a fourth one. He wasn't really good, though. I didn't, I didn't really think it was that good. I don't know. I think um, he wasn't the sort of... He wasn't like uh, a guy like Tech 9 who spits out like a bunch of bars, um, but he's, he's a guy that was very good at kind of structuring 
a sound around his voice mm-hmm. and putting he never said anything that was extre- like fucking ignorant or useless there were, I can't really point mm-hmm. to too many rhymes from him and say you know like that rhyme mm-hmm. didn't need to happen that there wasn't necessarily a place for that yeah, I, get, I, get, I totally get what you're saying um, like take it personal um, his, his just his voice on. I'd have to personal. go back and what's so funny? I'd have to go back and listen. And I'd be like, holy! I would remember. Like yeah. I can't pull up a single. All I can pick is the, is the picture of the CD cover. I, I bet if I, I it's been so long, it'd be hilarious to listen to this stuff. So Gangstar just yeah. released a record uh, about two or three weeks ago called One of the Best Yet, and it was a collection <laughs> of like old Guru verses over like new DJ premiere beats uh, with guys like Royce Five Nine, MOP, like guys mm. that that Guru actually collaborated with when he was alive. And J. Cole. Um, really good record. If you find yourself on a treadmill on Spotify, it's mm. called One of the Best Yet. It's um, one of my favorite records. I'm, <laughs> I'm putting together like a top 10 list of like the best top 10 best records uh, of the year. And I think that's probably did you see? Uh, did you see too? Uh, I wanted to go to it. I swear to God, I thought it was up here where Bone Songs and Harmony did a concert either here somewhere where they, they just did the whole their whole set, their whole thing in one set from start to finish. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I can't remember where I heard that. Yeah, there there are a couple of artists that have gone around, and like uh, Nas was like touring for like the twentieth or twenty fifth anniversary of Illmatic, and he was just performing the, the whole. I don't know a lot of people. It's funny, I, I I don't. There's some of my I just don't. Um, but yeah, well, that's the thing when people are going around <laughs> and they're performing like entire albums from beginning to end. Mm. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you. Um, you're actually probably <laughs> the most requested person that I go back and talk to. Um, mm. But last time we, we discussed uh, self-actualization, um, one time we kind of, you kind of touched on the simulation theory, um, but I, I'm hearing more about that, but I, I want your input on that. Uh, it, again, it, it's, um, the way I speak about a lot of the stuff, um, I'll just do a, a kind of a disclaimer. It sounds dogmatic or maybe uh, self-assured, but it, it, it's not. It's just that um, I have a, a confidence in this. And um, that got, in my opinion, defies a, or, or transcends belief. So it's not like whether I believe this or not. I don't really care if it's true or not or unfolds or it's not or whether it is. So people can just take it as a, a way of possibly entertaining a perspective. I think that's the best way of looking at it with all these things, especially when we get into these t- more difficult to wrap your head around topics. So belief's not necessary. You don't have to fucking believe whatever you want. But um from my perspective, <clears throat> it's not a simulation. People try to strive for words to make sense of uh, something that they don't understand, so they draw upon analogs. And so a metaphor, simulation's a metaphor for what they're trying to get to. Um, and to me, it's not a simulation. This is the real thing. Um, we are in a layered reality. We, because of our perspective and who we are, are in one level of reality that is our reality that is our what I would call our real actual reality um, and that what that what that means is that there is a ground reality that can have other nested realities in it, but the other nested realities existence are predicated on the ground reality so for example, if we create cyber realities and alter, uh, alternate rea- or uh, artificial realities on our computers, if we smash our computer and take the power energy out of it, it obviously kills all those uh, all those nested realities. And when you're in those realities, if you're a character or you're in a virtual reality or wherever you are, you, 
you may get to a point where you you convince yourself that is reality. That is. This isn't a game. It is reality. So you got to kind of start off with the, the, this notion that our reality is a nested reality. But to us, within this realm here on Earth, we have a ground reality. An actual reality is flesh and bone, physical, five senses by God, wake up and go to bed, ordinary reality. What actually happens is reality. And that's where I really believe these are two points that are super important to understand because people put them together and they don't think about it. Actuality is what actually happens. So if we go outside here and somebody gets hit by a, uh, hit, hits by a vehicle, it actually happened. It's not a version or interpretation or what we wanted it to be. We didn't want... The guy didn't, you know, we did, the guy didn't get hit by a car, and we believed he didn't. He got hit by a car. It, it happened. That's actual. How life and how cause and effect materially unfold is actual reality. And so, but what, what human beings do is, and this is where the whole, uh, um, the whole thing breaks down and gets really uh, interesting and gets all over the fucking place is human beings create false realities because they don't want to face actual reality. And the whole point is to face actual reality because if you can't face actual reality, you can't help and serve. But you, can't be a, you can't be a value to the cosmos. You can't add anything to the equation because you're just going to you're going to add noise and manipulation and shit because that's what you do and you can't handle reality. You make things up. Um, and so that's okay in the beginning to make things up. But over time, as we see right now, when you get people making shit up, making shit up, and it just evolves and exponentially you know, compounds for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, sooner or later, all that um, delusion fabrication, you know, runs amok and pushes people into to the uh, where I believe the margins that we're in right now. It's like people can only make believe for so long and then it's time to pay the piper. Um, and so what I believe uh, a part of this, what people might consider a simulation is is actual reality. But like I said, it's also nested in another reality, which I believe is also um, based what I would call on a, a basic hermetic principle which is not just hermetic it's the to me it's like the baseline principle of everything is as above so below the micro reflects the macro so what's happening to us here happens on the smallest level in the in the largest level and so on a level another dimension that that we nest in our uh, let's say our, we could just have four or five whatever you want to call it doesn't really matter behind the scenes to uh our predecessor, uh, who I, you know, I believe that uh, whatever has developed this holographic uh, reality that we're in, um, they're behind the scenes. Um, and to them, they created uh, this nested uh, reality to basically, you got to, to me, I look at it like how I would look at it from my own children. It's like I wouldn't. As a father, I wouldn't give them all the answers. You wouldn't, you would you don't want to, we see the effects of giving our kids everything and hand-holding them and giving them and not having them any challenges and not letting them figure out and not letting them fend for themselves and not learning. We already know what happens when we, we coddle our, our children and we, we just, we don't let 
life happen. Um, and again, it's fear-based, and when we do that, um, we create monsters. We create maladjusted, entitled, self-delusional. Uh, what also too, which is is the worst part, is you know yourself not you know it's self-resentment because when you have everything handed to you, you never work for it. You know it. You know you haven't done anything, um, and so you you have no legs to stand on, and it makes you um, what's called immaterial and impotent and irrelevant. And so if we are creating um, human beings who I believe are supposed to be powerful, um, more powerful than people think, uh, beings, and we're, we're creating irrelevancy, what also happens as a part of this simulation, as you could also imagine, it's a battle between relevancy and irrelevancy. And if re- irrelevancy wins out and it, it in the like uh, the experiment becomes irrelevant you, it's just like us if if we we got something we're dealing with and something else comes out we no longer go back to this project because it's irrelevant we're not paying it any mind and so if the universe isn't going to pay any mind to something that's just why would i pay mind your this is irrelevant it's like the same why would we pay mind to microfish and, and laser discs and cassette desks why aren't we paying why aren't we why isn't there any energy in that because there's other innovations. Mind has went this way. We don't pay any mind to that. That's irrelevant. So anybody doing that shit, just a waste. So the cosmos too, it's like if there's relevancy brewing, the tension goes to it. Because there's a reason. Just like if hey, shit, cool shit's going on here, where does your tension go? Your tension goes to what's relevant. And so if it's not, we could create a, we could create a planet. We are creating a planet where it'll call a black hole into us. Because it knows it's irrelevant. Black holes do what we do. We eat dead bodies. And why is a dead body uh, a dead? Uh, why do we eat dead bodies? Why do we kill a cow? Can't, we, we don't kill a cow when it's living and moving. We stop it. Stop its motion. We kill it. Take its life force from it. We disassemble it. Chop it all up. Take its information. Take all its information, just like a black hole. Feed it into our mouths. Rip it apart further. And we bust it out into something that's useful. And it's the same thing with planets. It's the same. Again, it all happens. Whatever we see here happens everywhere. There's no difference where you go. It's all the same. And so we metabolize the irrelevant dead bodies. Because if that cow was more relevant than we were, we, he'd be eating us. It, it's, it, it, you could see that. It's, like, it's the way it works. It doesn't, you can argue how you want it to work. But it, it, do that. Go ahead. See how, just see what it does. You'll learn your lesson. Just do it. And it's like, it's all self-evident. It's all self-evident. And so the reason why hierarchies exist, there's reason why things exist. There's a reason why lateral laws exist. There's reasons why evolution and exponentiality exist. There's reasons why all this, all these things are in place. Um, And there's reasons why there's more dimensions than people can fucking possibly imagine. And, and so what I always say to people too, and this is a, I think a fundamental shift that helps change perspective because it's a weird thing to me. What people are always, they're always trying to figure out, you know, is there a God? Isn't there a God? Is aliens exist? Do aliens that exist? Let's try it. Find out. So they're always going to the wrong places. They're always going to, let's go back to the big bang or like when there's nothing there. It's like, there's no complexity. They always, or they'll go to archeological sites or they'll go, or God's down there. They're, you're going to the, gods don't live back in simplicity. God's live in complexity. 
God's living artificial intelligent complexity. If you want to look for intelligence, you want to look for gods and you want to look for aliens, you don't look back there. You look where we're at. And all the evidence is right fucking there. It's right. I mean, you, you don't even have to be an intelligent person. You don't even have to be smart. Just see where we are now. Imagine, go, go listen to Ray Kurzweil's Law of Accelerating Returns for the Love of Christ. Understand exponentiality and how technology works. Then just look at your own life from when you grew up to now, how the Internet's affected you, how things change. Now imagine a thousand years, 10,000 years, a hundred thousand years, a billion years, whatever. We get to evolve to that state that we just things are allowed for some crazy reason. You don't even have to wonder why, because, again, we're here because of a fucking a miracle. So many things had to culminate to get us here. So this happened. So. It's suffice to say that we could run a, an experiment in our minds that if this happened, it's likely that this somewhere, wherever or whenever is going to be allowed to run out hundreds of thousands of years of what we're doing now. Right? That is more likely. Right. That would be obviously the most logical, reasonable argument that there can be made. And so. If you want proof, that is about as much proof as that you're ever going to get is where do you think we could be if we're allowed to do our thing? Think we might be able to recreate life, recreate planets, recreate solar systems, possibly uh, figure out that scale is immaterial and that our current scale, we can we can just get real small. We could have this exact world in a smaller scale and scale is just in our mind. Why do we need this? Why do we need this material scale? You know, we take a lot of things for granted. We don't. We could be put in a computer. We can live in tiny spaces. We can live in our own singularities. We can transfer consciousness and go to non-local place. We can do whatever we want. We're not trapped. We're, we are trapped here. We're pinned. We're quantumly pinned because of the nature of the way things are. And that's what... People also, we're pinned. We're embodied. Some or most people are disembodied, but we're, with our body, we're pinned. And there's nothing we can do about it. Nothing that is just, there's, when you're here, this is the way this plane works. And you can fight like hell to want it to be something else. Um, and it's only going to teach you the, the laws. Your, fight, your struggles only teach you the laws. And then you got to learn to work with the laws um, and, uh, and to deal with it. But it's a, uh, the way I look at it, too, is kind of back to the main thing is the father. It's like, if, OK, if I'm if I have to raise sons that I know that has to protect this whole thing, my whole estate that I have to build it, because I know that that at some point there. There's these other people, there's somebody coming to 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 to, to take it all. And I want to do whatever it takes because I love my my kids, obviously, just take your own kids. You would do it. Let's think of how, what would you do to protect your house? Knowing that if you don't, somebody else is coming and they're going to not only, they're going to, to destroy and hurt with smiles on their faces, the people you love. And so you would probably want to have generations and waves of, of people you could trust that they had the capability and you knew weren't um, weren't going to bail on you because of their lower tier desires that weren't going to fucking just 
betray and, and, and turn your back on you. Um, you would want some way of ferreting that out. Like, where's the metal? Where's the stability? Where are the, where are our, uh, where are the people that are going to rise to the top? And there's only one way of finding that out. And the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the, is in the works. Proof is in what's called the word in the vision and in the works. It's because you could have all the words, you could get the word, but then if you don't have the acts, words don't mean shit. If you don't have the word, you don't have the acts. If you don't have the word and the acts, you don't have shit, which means you don't have vision. And if you don't have vision, voice, acts, and any of that, um, you're just, uh, you're, not only are you not there to, to, to basically battle the corresponding negative forces that will always be there to take away the good, the good, just because. Um, and so if you don't do that, not only you're, 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 you're basically serving that side, even by doing nothing. So if you don't know it, you're not only serving the side of good, you're serving the side of, again, because that's what ignorance is, is it's, uh, you don't, it's, you don't, you don't, ignorance is not, um, it's like not a, a not a good excuse. In fact, it's the worst. It's your job to figure it out. And that's what figure it out means. It means figure it out. Um, but back to the basics. It's a, um, it's a, it's an environment to go through reality exactly the way it should, unhindered, unrehearsed, as honest as the marketplace and cause and effect can possibly be to see what rises to the top and see what actually happens because it then what we're seeing it right now it comes down to one question and it's binary it's always binary it's either all meaningful or it's not meaningful it's either relevant or relevant so as a man and this is what you get back I can't get off too much here because this gets into really la-la land. It's like the, the essence of the esoteric uh, Egyptian rites and why Thoth is weighing the heart of the dead and why I, uh, Osiris is, is judging that and why they weigh the heart against the feather of, of Mathar. Uh, I'm sorry, of Mayat. Uh, and Mayat is the feather of justice and of, of what's right. And if that heart is even a smidgen too heavy... The whole thing gets eaten by Sobek, by the by the god crocodile. That's exactly the way it is. It's like, it, so it's like, because you're just a cluster of qualities, and so you go through this world and you fuck it all up, and then you're judged. It's like, it's just again, it's like the nature again of like a, it is a, it is a construct. So the developer just looks at your character and goes, why would I why would I let that go on? You're irrelevant and you're fucking despicable. You had your chance character fucking sucked and now it's back to the chaos with your character you really oh, to me you better hope that you go back to chaos because at least you you're you're split apart um the worst and i believe that i know this is a possibility because i've seen it um, or experienced it with psychedelics and this to me is the most terrifying um it's a, a terrifying predicament and i think an allegory is like with purgatory i think that's how people decided to come up with purgatory is you can be trapped in another region um, where you can't get out. It's like being trapped in time in a place that you can't. It's like being in a coma in, your, in a hospital bed, yet you're awake. Have you heard some of those stories? Yeah. But yet for a very long time. And sometimes 
I even think um, with the nature of the central nervous system, you ever felt your nerve get somehow you get a, a burning pain in your central nervous, like because there's like people will have deep burning, feel like they're on fire because their central nervous system is on fire, and um, I certainly think that's why people have these ideas of hells and eternal flames, eternal torment, is because I do think that uh, as a uh, as an entity at enterprise, that I think that sometimes. Uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, psyche, the collective uh, soul site, whatever people want to kind of call it, can get trapped. So if you're not, it's not all pleasant out there, as people think. It is, but it's also not. And that's why you got to have your wherewithal. There's consequences for everything. And that's where it's, it kind of goes right back to this fucking basic layer. Everything matters and nothing matters. And so at the baseline of this, you better figure out right from the get-go, because that's kind of why I believe that this first test of, test of metal is, is you got to understand it all matters. or Because or, if you don't, you're going to be caught off guard. And at the next level, you can't be caught off guard. There is no caught off guard. You have to be on guard all the time. And so... There is only on guard. There is no off guard. And so the people that can't understand how to be on guard just don't make it to the, to the next. And that's where I think we're Buddhists talk about enlightenment or nirvana is they pass through to that naturally. And if you also hear like this idea of the bodhisattva, which is a big, uh, big premise, a big core belief in the, in the, the Buddhist philosophy is, is a human being that understands all those things and is like being pulled to that next dimension and spontaneously for whatever reason and is what's so weird about this this is what i love about this whole this concept is it's spontaneous it's not like he's a bullshit per like a like a bullshit savior or a bullshit social worker like oh i gotta help all these people the nature of the bodhisattva is somebody that from the deepest part of his um his constitution spontaneously realizes that as I realize this, what this actually is, I have to give it all up because I can't go yet. Because this place is fucked. And they make a vow. They make a vow to stay forever until it's, it's square. Um, and you could see some of There's a few people you could... Um, it's hard finding. Um, really hard. Because they're not... You know, people. It's not like they're out there in Telegraph. Sometimes you can... You can like there's... There's two bloods. There's 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 two bloods. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that, that's it. There's a uh, there's a uh, you know there's there I believe there are uh, people that uh, that um, just collect or a reincarnation of collected wisdom that are here to keep Passing fighting the, keep fighting the good fight, yeah. and that's what it's about. And that's the idea of like you know even. Gnosis and such is, is, is you got to keep fighting the good fight. Mark, I, I appreciate your time. I know you've got dad shit to do. Yeah, my wife's probably gonna kill me already. <laughs> uh, I've, I've got, uh, yeah, I've got dad shit to do. Thank you so much. I I appreciate it. Yeah, you too, dude. Have a good right. evening. Yep. As per 3AAC 306.360, Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A, marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B, marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C, there are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D, for use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E, marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. 
Red Run Cannabis Company license 3A10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators license 4A10052. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators license 5A19372. 5455 Kenai Spur Highway, 12156 Kenai Spur Highway, Kenai, Alaska 99611.